to Disorderly Dogs, the podcast for dog owners. If you find yourself in precarious predicaments with your dog, this podcast is for you. I'm Rachel Harris. I'm a certified professional dog trainer, and I hope to give you a fresh outlook on your dog's behavior and practical dog training advice. everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Disorderly Dogs, the podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. I love catching up every Friday. So today I'm going to talk about some of the differences in training fearful dogs versus confident dogs. But before I jump into that, um, just a reminder that I have several free courses for you beautiful people to check out. If you're into adventuring, check out Adventure Dog Academy. If you have a reactive dog, check out the free reactive redefined mini course. Um, I want to make sure that I'm providing a lot of value for y'all, and that's why we have two free courses, so be sure to check those out. Links to both of those are in the show notes, so you can check that out. So when we're talking about fearful versus confident dogs, this is something that comes up in my brain a lot because Waylon is the first like overly confident dog that I've ever owned, and after years of having fearful dogs, I sought out Waylon and his breeder because I wanted a confident dog. But there are give and take to both sides of that equation. And I really want to kind of talk about that today because like obviously fearful and confident can be a spectrum. But what I'm really talking about is a dog whose major behaviors are prevalent being more confident or more fearful. So obviously it's a spectrum, but I'm really referring to dogs who can be fearful most of the time or dogs who are pretty confident most of the time. Um, and I think that something that is talked about a lot in like the dog training industry, and that's the dog training industry at large, not just the positive reinforcement dog training, is this like fallacy that some dogs need a heavy hand when it comes to training. And while that is not true, I also kind of understand like the thinking and the mindset behind that because overly confident dogs require something significantly different than fearful dogs do. As you all know by now, like I absolutely draw a line in the sand and I do not use tools that can be aversive or have potential for fallout. So choke chains, pinch collars, e-collars, I don't use any of those, never, for any dog. But I think that it is important to remember that there are differences, right? Like when we have an overly confident dog versus a fearful dog, there do have to be modifications to our training plan, but that is never using aversive training techniques or escalating in punishment. So something I see happen a lot is that these overly confident dogs um, find themselves in situations with, um, in my opinion, unqualified trainers who insist that you have to use punishment and then the punishment has to be significantly escalated to continue to get the result. So overly confident dogs who they put them on a pinch collar and at first the pinch collar is working, quote unquote working because the dog isn't pulling, but then it starts to become the dog is like, fuck it, I'll just pull against the pinch collar, I don't even care. And then the owner has to escalate to corrections and leash connection, like really intense leash corrections. And the punishment has to be escalated in order to get the desired outcome. So Waylon is really the dog who made me 
I always believed in positive reinforcement training, right? Like I've always been training this way, but he really shined like a bright light on why I will never, ever change my mind about using aversive tools or punishment with a dog. Waylon is an overly confident dog, a dog who under the wrong hands would be categorized as stubborn or hard-headed and nothing else gets through to him if it isn't for punishment. You know, insert whatever stupid bullshit a trainer would tell you. But after five years of living with him, I've definitely realized that while he is an overly confident dog, that doesn't change the fact that he still experiences a wide range of emotions. He still experiences pain and discomfort. And, you know, I, I just... I want to just kind of share for you all some of the differences, right? And help you understand that like if you have a dog who falls under like the overly confident side and trainers, quote unquote trainers are telling you that you need to escalate to using aversive techniques or heavy punishment, it couldn't be any further from the truth. But I want to give you some pieces of advice to hopefully find a little bit more enjoyment with your dog. So before we talk about confident dogs, I want to kind of spotlight fearful dogs. So fearful dogs are dogs who typically will stress down. So they will literally shut down. They may cower. They might pancake. Like dogs who, when they're stressed, fearful, or overwhelmed, they're stressing down, right? That's what I'm really talking about when I'm talking about fearful dogs. And they require a much different approach to training than a confident dog would. So when I'm dealing with a fearful dog, my main priority always is empowerment above and beyond to give them more choices in their day to day. So I really am always trying to build more confidence in a fearful dog. So I will be really gentle. I will have very loose rules with a dog who is fearful because I want them to feel safe and comfortable before I'm worrying about, you know, not jumping or walking at your side on cue. When it comes to fearful dogs, my focus is so much more on like empowering that dog to feel comfortable and safe in their environment. And then when I start to see more of that, that's when maybe I'll start working on some training skills. But Fearful dogs require a level of patience that is different than a confident dog. Patience in the way that you need to give your fearful dog a lot of time. There's no rushing any of this stuff, right? Like we really have to take a step back and be really patient. I remember when Sunny first came to us, he was definitely my fearful dog. When he first came to us, his tail was tucked for like weeks. Like his tail didn't even come out. That's how fearful he was. It was so freaking heartbreaking. And I remember just being like, all right, cool. Well, we got to give this dog time. And it took months, many, many, many months of just trying to empower him to feel confident before we worried about too much more. Something that's really important with fearful dogs too is that you are in control of your emotions and your behavior because yelling, leashed corrections, any form of intimidation is going to be detrimental to your dog's ability to feel safe. So I think that a lot of people get away with punishing fearful dogs and then they just shut down and they get into a level of learned helplessness, which is the opposite of what I want. I want to see a fearful dog really blossom and become confident. 
And, you know, it's really important that you're just avoiding overly stressful situations for your fearful dog, right? Just honor that, recognize that, do your best to prevent your prevent them from being in situations that are going to be overly scary. When it comes to training, I think that training a fearful dog is a little bit easier because they don't need as many skill sets, honestly. Like fearful dogs, if you can get them to respond to like a touch, a weight in their name, you're probably pretty golden because they're fearful and they're probably going to be checking in with you a lot of the time. So when it comes to fearful dogs, I'm not focusing on as many skills as I am just setting their life up so that they can be empowered and feel good about themselves, right? And it's, I don't want to say easier than training a confident dog. It's just different, right? Something that's important for every dog, no matter where they fall on the spectrum, is enrichment and fulfilling their natural needs. So that's something you should absolutely be doing for your fearful dog, but that's also something that's going to be important when you're training your confident dog. So let's talk a little bit more about confident dogs, because these are the dogs who, even if they are stressed, they're likely to stress up, meaning if they're stressed, they might jump, they might bark, they might bite, um stressing up is a much different thing to deal with in a dog than a dog who will stress down. A dog who will stress up, there just becomes more immediate safety concerns than a dog who stresses down. Um, And I think that that's where some of these fallacies come from, right? Because it is different. The behaviors are different. There are different skills that we need to put into place and safety protocols that we need to use to help a confident dog. Um, a confident dog is going to require a much higher level of management than a fearful dog. Um, this is something that Waylon definitely taught me. I got away with raising two dogs without ever really using a crate. And uh, having Waylon crate trained saved so many things for all of us. Um, Waylon was terrible in the car as a puppy. He would bounce around and chew on things. And it was like seriously dangerous for me to drive. So Waylon was crated in the car for a very long time. And now he's great in the car. But especially your adolescent, young, confident dogs, they're going to require a very high level of management to prevent them from doing things that we don't want them to do, okay? So confident dogs definitely do take a higher level of management. We can't get away with really loose structure and rules for them. It has to be very clear. We need to use a lot of management when it comes to our confident dogs. Something else that I think that is very different when training a confident dog versus a fearful dog is that a confident dog needs consistent training and they're going to need a wide repertoire of trained behaviors. So a confident dog is probably going to be easier to teach behaviors, right? Because we're not dealing with like the same level of fear. But I think where the challenge really comes is generalizing and proofing those behaviors. So Waylon is a dream to train. He is just so ridiculously easy to clicker train and he has a very wide repertoire of trained behaviors. But something that I had to spend a lot of time and energy on, and honestly, I'm still, you know, continuing to evolve is generalizing and proofing those behaviors. Because Waylon is so confident in environments, he will often seek out reinforcement that is has nothing to do with me. So he has no qualms about hopping fences, jumping on tables, getting on counters. And that's all something that Waylon just kind of came pre-programmed with, like... 
<laughs> I didn't build that in. That came pre-programmed, but um, you know, that's something that I have had to work really hard on is making sure that some of these behaviors will hold up to his confidence and environment. So, you know, him being off leash, his he's so confident he's going to go far. He's going to check things out. And while we've found a happy medium of that, I really have had to make sure that his recall is strong so that I can call him back when he is maybe engaging in some confident behavior environments that could be potentially dangerous for him or something else. So a confident dog is just going to take more consistency. You're going to have to step up and you're going to have to be consistent and really precise about training what you want and making sure that we're training for more precision than you would need to than with a fearful dog. Um, I think that there are core skills that I think that every dog should learn. So like I was saying, name, weight, and nose touch, I think are core skills that everyone should, should every dog should learn. But those confident dogs, you're going to have to put more skills, right? You're going to have to put more skills in place. I don't know exactly how many trained behaviors Waylon has, but it is a lot, right? Significantly more than I ever really trained Sunny because Sunny would wait recall and do a nose touch. And while we did other things for fun, those were really the core skills that he needed as a fearful dog. But Waylon as a confident dog, he needs way more skills. So I hope that this was a nice frame of reference for you all. I know that there's so much misinformation out there in the dog training world, but please know that above all else, um, no dog deserves to be experiencing pain in the name of training. And that is why I choose to train the way that I do. But please know that I live in the real world. I understand that overly confident dogs who have motivations that are far outside of paying attention to people, they do require more consistency. They require more management. They require more skills than a fearful dog might. So there are gives and takes to both of the spectrum, right? The fearful and the confident dog. But I am still loving the fact that Waylon is so confident, right? It has opened up my world to a lot of different trained behaviors and skills that I probably never would have taught if he wasn't fearful. So I do know that this is a spectrum, but I hope you can understand the distinctions that I have made here. All right, everyone. I hope you have a wonderful weekend. Smooch those puppies for me. And I am already looking forward to the next episode. Reactive dog guardians. If your dog lunges, barks, generally loses it. The dogs, people, squirrels, skateboards, we have a free mini course just for you. Head over to a goodfeelingdogtraining.com, click free resource to get started on your reactive dog training journey today. All right, everybody. I know that CBD is a hot topic and rightfully so. There's a lot of misinformation surrounding CBD, but I tell you what, there's a lot of pretty amazing evidence for how amazing CBD can be for not only humans, but also for our pets. Uh, the ladies at VetCS uh, were on the podcast recently. It was episode 148. Give it a listen. You will learn a lot. Um, but I use VetCS products for me. I use VetCS products for the dogs. And I tell you what, Tiva, as she ages, the CBD is just amazing for her arthritis. And Waylon greatly benefits from the CBD too. So if you've been considering CBD for you or for your pet, check out VetCS.com. And you can use code DisorderlyDogs for 10% off your first purchase. Thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed the show. 
If you need help with your dog's behavior, you can learn more about our training services at agoodfeelingdogtraining.com. We post training inspiration and training tips almost daily over on the Instagram at agoodfeeling underscore NCO. If you like this podcast, we would be so grateful if you could share it with a friend or family member who could benefit from all of the information. Um, It's been a total delight. We love this podcast so much. And thank you so much for listening to Disorderly Dogs.